Hey guys, before I take you to today's content, I want you guys to take advantage of our pro web legal services initiative that we have going on right now in the second quarter of 2024. What is that? Well, it's a website that you get 100% full-blown website with one-year maintenance because with SSL certificate, hosting, etc., all for 50% less than the normal cost. This this offer used to be 4500 bucks. We're now giving it to you for 2250. 100%, no strings attached. All you have to do is go to the show notes right now and click on the link where it says Pro Web Legal and you'll get all the information. So until then, enjoy the show. Welcome to Marketing Solutions for Local Law Firms, the podcast that provides you with all the latest digital marketing tools, tips, and strategies you will need to implement in order to stay ahead of your competition. If you are looking to substantially increase your caseload in the next six months, this is the podcast for you. And now, here's the host of our show, the local business guy himself, Frank Deming. Hello, 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 everyone. This is Frank Deming. The local business guy, welcome to another episode of Marketing Solutions for Local Law Firms. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Happy Hump Day. I hope you guys are having a rocking, rocking week thus far. Today is a special episode. Um, not only is it the first episode of the second half of 2023, uh, you know, commencing the third quarter of 2023 believe it or not that's where we are um but it's also our 200th episode um so it's been this is the fourth season of this of this podcast and we've recorded 200 episodes can't believe it uh super duper excited to report that um and it's been going well I'd say, you know, I, I'm loving and loving providing this kind of content for you. Uh, I'm really hoping that it's um, making an impact, if not, if if nothing else, actually helping you provide better marketing experiences, if you will, for your potential cases um, that are coming up uh, for, for your attorneys out there. Um and if you're not an attorney, a lot of these practices really you can use for your own businesses uh, that I use. That a lot of these strategies that we talk about on the show, you can use for your own businesses. And even on the Meet the Attorney episodes, which, by the way, I have another one of those coming up next week. Um, even on those, you can learn something because it's for your business for the most part. So anyway, it's been a great, great, great run. And this is episode number 200. Uh, and this episode is actually brought to you by <laughs> one of my uh, prospects. Uh, is a gentleman I know who recently uh, was thinking about probably by now, by the time this episode is airing, uh, has... Um, launched his own firm uh, 
But he had a question for me because he had read somewhere. Um, and, and, you know, I don't want to say what he read, but basically the question was, um, it was an ethics uh, question. Uh, in other words, ethics of lawyer advertising. So I wanted to go over that because he had read some stuff and, and it was it was a very detailed um, <clears throat> it was a very detailed article that he he actually showed me and you know I don't want to get into all the specifics but you know the way he read it it was some something to do with ethics for lawyer advertising um, so but there are guidelines and I showed him about the and he he kind of saw these guidelines as well but he just wanted to make sure because it was kind of conflicting information there and I could see where. It got a little confusing, but it's, you know, I showed him some of the guidelines from the American Bar Association and, um, you know, and, and, and showed him some few things of, of, of the ethics. So I wanted to kick off um, this week with uh, I'm, this week. I'm OK. <laughs> this week's episode with um, uh, and this this quarter, I should say. I wanted to kick it off with something about ethics, about advertising, because we talk a lot about it here, but we don't actually go over the ethics about it. So let's let's do that here. Let's uh, you know, if it's something that that you already know and and you're okay, that's fine. If if not, if you're thinking about starting your own uh, law firm and you've been listening to me for a while, this is a good episode for you to uh, dive in on because this was uh, we got into a lengthy conversation with this. uh, prospect, if you will. So, uh, without further ado, here's the content. The number one thing is that he was curious about, you know, and it was it was based on the the ABA, the uh, American Bar Association. Are lawyers allowed to advertise? Lawyers are allowed to advertise their services, okay, <clears throat> as long as they abide by the ABA Rule Seven Dot Two. Okay, um, the the rule seven dot two sets down four essential lawyer advertising rules. Okay, and I'm going to go over these four. I mean, it's it's a lot more than this, but <clears throat> these are the four essential ones. Part one confirms that you can advertise your services on different platforms. Part two explains when lawyers can and cannot compensate people and groups recommending their services. Uh, Part three sets limitations to when lawyers can and cannot cite that they can, uh, that that they are specialists or experts in their specific fields. Part four clearly states that any law firm's advertising content should include the contact details of the lawyer or law firm that published the material. That's it. So <clears throat> rule 72 is short and straightforward, folks. However, however, note that more rules are established on the state level. So it's best to stay informed about your local laws. Okay, so I just want to make sure that I, I pointed that out before I move on to to uh, the second point here. But because, you know, 
that's the American Bar Association, but the state level can can change a couple of those things. Uh, for instance, I, I got on a, a there was a um, there's some funky laws around the Florida law firms that like, for instance, up here in New Jersey, we don't have to worry about, you know, and again, I'm, I'm not <laughs> you guys are lawyers. You guys understand the rules. I'm not here to to you know, tell you exactly what you need to know, but you, you know you probably know this already. But you know each state has their different laws, so basically you want to check to make sure that nothing overrides those four essentials that I just pointed out of Rule Seven Dot Two. Okay, number two: Why should lawyers and law firms abide by the rule? Seven dot two. Um. So here, here are the reasons why <laughs> that you want to abide by that, right? You want to ensure poorly made advertisements cannot taint the legal industry's integrity and dignity. Okay, yes, that's very important. Um. Also. To appropriately inform and educate audiences about the legal industry, you know, the, the processes and, and their rights, etc. You want to properly, properly, appropriately, excuse me, inform and educate. Um, also, to make sure that published lawyer advertisements have a clear message. Now, that goes without saying that should go about all marketing, <laughs> but especially attorneys. Last but not least, to reach lawyers' intended audience. That's why a lawyers or law firms abide by that rule, period. Okay? Um, now, just before I move on to the next one, remember, there's a lot of you know, as the typical lawyer answer is, it depends. <laughs> There's a lot of it depends on these things. So rule that seven two serves not to limit, um, but to regulate advertising for lawyers. Okay, it's it's kind of like a guide to ensure that the the advertisements you produce contribute to. Uh, to the positive image of the legal industry as a whole, basically. So that is what Rule.72 uh, really serves you as, okay? So I just want to make that point before you before I move on. Uh, number three, um, so another, another major question is, what can I include in my legal advertisements? Now, this is a big one. Okay, Uh, because, again, check your local laws, uh, but I am going to keep it safe. We'll be back after a quick break. Hey, guys, I hope you guys are enjoying today's content. While I have you on here, I want to introduce you to a promo that we have going on for the spring of 2024 for all legal practices throughout the U.S. I have an outstanding offer that we've never been able to offer before, but we want to do it because you have been an avid listener. We're only promoting this to people who listen to the show. So if you're an attorney and you are an avid listener to the show and you're thinking 
thinking about possibly opening your own practice, you want to pay attention to this announcement. We are offering a full website with hosting, SSL certificate, online booking service, online appointment uh, management, and more and much, much more. Um, with a one-year maintenance, all for twenty-two fifty. That's two thousand two hundred and fifty dollars one-time fee, and you have a full-fledged website. If you want to know more about this, uh, just give us a call at eight 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 four one six seven seven five two, or send us an email at info at lbms. LLC.com. Just make sure that you heard you you mentioned that you heard it on the show and we'll definitely um, get you that discount. So with that, I'm going to bring you back to the content. Where every single law firm that I've worked with, and of course, I haven't worked with every law firm in every state, but uh, of the states that I've been working with, this has been uh, straight. No problem. Um, so the question is, what can I include in my legal advertisements? Okay. So number one, legal or trade name, local advertisement laws dictate whether you, you can use your trade name or solely use your legal name in your ads. And again, that's a local thing. Most local that I, um, that I've been working with, uh, different states, New Jersey, Florida, et cetera, et cetera, Texas. This has been fine. Trade name or legal name. Okay. Um, but I don't know if there's a funky state out there that, that doesn't have it. So that's that's something that you would have to look up to. Uh, you can advertise your office address. Okay. Now, with the pandemic giving rise to remote work, the legal industry has has actually become more flexible with this. Um, the, the, now the rules on including your, your office address in the, um, in, in, in advertising now vary in, in different areas. Okay. So again, check your local laws, but, but it, in the, for the most part, you can advertise your office address. Um, now if you work it from home, you know, it's a little funky again, check, check your, your local laws on that. Um, the other thing um, that you can include is awards, memberships, and affiliations. Okay, like uh, like super lawyers. We talked about that in a few episodes again with, with the directories. If you've attained a badge from super lawyers, that's a membership uh, that you have or an affiliation. Um, you know, stuff like that's very important. So, including your awards that you have. Um, in your advertisement to, to boost your client trust is awesome. You can do this. And this goes across the board. <laughs> I have not seen this in any of our, in any of our clients that, that they couldn't do this. So this is very, very, very important. Um, rates and fees is something that's good that you can include. And not, not a lot of people like to do this. Um, and I'm not a huge advocate of it because I know each case could be different. But posting your fees is not um, explicitly mentioned, and most firms reserve this from um, uh, re- most firms uh, reserve this from when potential clients sign up. Um, 
for a consultation because it really depends, okay? You can post your fees, but if you decide to do so, make sure that that's what, you know, you ultimately charge your clients. Um, and then you got to be, you got to wordsmith it a little bit because let's say if this is a case that's going to cause more because of whatever the issue is, um, you know, you got to be clear on how that is. And, you know, attorneys usually know how to do that. But so, but you can't advertise rates and fees. Um, my suggestion is that you don't, obviously. And just go by a case by case basis. But my point of this episode is to let you know that you can. Okay. Number th- uh, the other the other one that I want to talk to you about before we go on to step four uh, for, to number four is willfully giving client feedback. Okay. You can advertise this. Um, it's very important that you do this. You know, client rating feedback or are, are essential in all businesses. <laughs> Actually, not just law firms, but very essential for law firms as well, legal, you know, because there's a lot of um, there's a lot of competition out there. So the reviews and the testimonials that people are seeing, um, you know, for instance, serve as a as what what we call in the marketing world social proof for people slash individuals looking for your legal services. So by all means, willfully. Um, market the the given um, client feedback okay uh number four what details should i not include in my ads so let's let's talk about this a little bit um just as there are details that you should include like we talked about earlier some should be removed from your advertising materials okay so um Pending cases, for instance, is something that um, that is not allowed to be included in advertising. Um, and if you exclude these details, you you ensure that that you are compliant with the law, basically, and and you and your client's reputation are safe. So you don't want to include in any advertising pending cases. This should go without saying. You shouldn't even mention, I'm working on a case right now that blah, blah, blah. No, no. I saw a video like that not too long ago. I don't want to say who it was, but I was like, oh, wow, that's a huge (laughs) no-no. False or misleading statements should not be included in your advertising. Here's what I mean. False and fictitious details about your firm that can mislead the public is what I mean. Um, and, you know, it, it kind of, it, it defeats the legal industry's aim for, you know, for truthfulness and transparency. Because that's what the legal industry is supposed to be. That's the aim of the legal industry. Truthfulness and transparency. If you put in false or misleading statements, um, you don't, you just don't want to do that. Um, unofficial titles. Um, you know, like for instance, if you, in the, in the past, in the other question that, you know, this person asked me, um, yeah, what can you be included? Yeah. If you have an award, yeah. Taunt that. But if you have not received an award or, or if you have, you know, let's say you're an associates and, 
associate, excuse me, and, 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 and you've been you've been told by your partners that you're going to be made partner, but you're not made partner yet. And you, you know, I falsely advertise that you're a partner, but you're still an associate. That's not good. So let's, you know, let's watch that. You know, unofficial titles is something that you should not include in your advertising. Uh, vague pricing and descriptions. Let's go back to pricing here. Um, don't, you know, don't put, words like cheapest or best or lowest in any of your advertising never ever ever do this um when you say oh i'm i'm the best litigator it's not good you should not advertise that um there are ways around that and we if you you want a conversation on how to wordsmith that and and most most attorneys are great at wordsmithing so i don't even need to offer that but i'm just saying as a marketer i I see this a lot cheapest best lowest you know that you just don't want to use words like that you don't you know i'm going to get you the best uh result you know Uh, this is a definite, this is a, this is a, a no brainer win for this case. You don't want to do things like that in your advertising. Okay. Stage client, client feedback. We talked about client feedback being important, but if you stage it, it's not good to do it in your advertising. Um, you know, in other words, I've seen people who've paid people to write a review for them. That's not good because that's staged. It's not authentic. Be authentic, folks. Be the most authentic attorney there is. So you don't want to falsify a five-star review. You just don't, you know. Um, I've seen it, unfortunately, as well. Um, And it's not good. Not, Not a good thing. The last question that was asked of me during this uh, conversation that I had with this potential client was what is the difference between lawyer advertising and solicitation? Let's get into this a little bit. Lawyer advertising and solicitation are two different terms. Okay. You should know them um, to ensure that advertisement is done ethically. So I'm just going to go into the both terms, lawyer advertisement or advertising, excuse me, is advertisements made for lawyers and law firms target and specific uh, population instead of an individual. So advertisements made for lawyers and law firms target a specific population instead of an individual. Lawyer solicitation, okay, because of the... ABA rule 7.3, which we have not talked about, but um, I can actually put a link to that specific rule in the show notes if you guys want to take a look at it. But anyway, because of rule ABA rule, that's the American Bar Association, by the way, ABA rule 7.3, it states that advertising should be directed to the public and not to single to a single person solicitation to a single person is unethical especially when it when it's done for the lawyer and the firm's financial interests 
Okay. So that's the difference between lawyer advertising and lawyer solicitation. So there you have it, folks. Those right there are the five uh, practical answers, uh, 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 practical answers uh, to five common questions when it comes to ethics of lawyer advertisements. Uh, These are questions that were asked of me. Um, These are things that I've seen uh, over the years of marketing and working with attorneys. So I wanted to bring that to you. If you're out there thinking about, you know, take, you know, taking on your own firm or what have you, and you didn't know these things, I think this will be cool. Again, I'm going to put a link to the ABA rule 7.3 because um, we didn't go, we didn't talk about 7.3, but you know, I gave you a little synopsis of what it says, but uh, so, so you, if you want to check it out, you can, it'll be in the show notes. So, that's about it for now folks this has been frank them the local business guy uh next week we have our meet the attorney uh episode and i think you're gonna love it and introduce you to a very powerful powerful attorney um so stay tuned for that but until then this has been frank them the local business guy take care and bye for now peace out Thanks for listening to another episode of Marketing Solutions for Local Law Firms, the podcast that provides you with all the latest digital marketing tools, tips, and strategies you will need to implement in order to stay ahead of your competition. If you would like to know more about the topic we discussed in the show today, reach out to Frank and his team at 888-416-7752 and schedule a discovery call with one of the marketing consultants. If you'd like to be a guest on our show, send an email to podcast at lbmsllc.com and we will put you on the schedule. With that being said, until next week, make it a successful digital marketing day. Peace out.